Hello and welcome back to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Monday, May 3rd. Holy shit. In this episode, we'll briefly talk Man City versus PSG, me blaming Alex Ferguson for everything, and the rest of the football news. But first, Mike, Antifa has invaded Manchester United. Are the Glazers there, Mussolini? It's crazy. What is going on? Like, okay, yes, they are. But uh, at the same time, like, what are you trying to do here, English people, right? Like when we talked about this, when the Super League was more or less defeated, and I think we should use that phrasing specifically because that's exactly what happened, right? It was challenged and then subsequently defeated by basically the larger- For now. For now, right. Yeah, it, it's it's like a- it's like a shitty episode of the Super Friends, like track back next week, same bat time, same bat channel, right? Like the Joker will be back. So so that's kind of what we're dealing with here. It's going to come back. Frankly, the Premier League is kind of a version of it already. And uh, what are we doing, right? So so the Glazers are going to be, let, let's pretend for a second. You get the Cronkies out. You get the Glazers out. You get uh, Daniel Levy and Joe Lewis out. So now all three of like all of the, and frankly, by the way, Roman Abramovich should be on that list. Um, who else? Who, who are the other team? Uh, Sheik Mansour should be on that list, right? Yeah. So you get all of these, these rich owners out. I don't ever want to hear one word from what May 15th to September 1st about how, oh, we really just need to spend a little bit more money on this one guy to make our team better. Idiots. What are you trying to accomplish? Because what you're going to do is going to end up hurting the team. We said it before with the Super League stuff. The inmates have taken the asylum. And be very careful. I said this two weeks ago. Be very careful about what you actually wish for here. And here yeah, we are. I mean, do you, Manchester do, United do, Liverpool I, is not being played. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this. I, I think we have to put a little bit more context, right? Manchester United Liverpool doesn't have a cool name, but it's the Classico of England, right? It's yep. the biggest, it's Ohio State, Michigan, it's Army, Navy, it's it's all of those things combined. Yep. Between those two clubs, historically, there are, they've been neck and neck in championships. They're at like 20 to 21 or something like that all time. Basically, Liverpool owned the 70s and 80s <clears throat> and United owned the 90s and the 2000s. And that's where they are. They basically are even... Uh, and Liverpool has six European Cups. United has three, but United were first. So these are the clashes. And to have the fans basically have a protest, kick, there's no security. They basically kick the doors in, but like doors of an apartment in Manhattan. Like, can yeah, I no shit. ask a dumb question? Yeah. If I knew that this protest was happening on social media, and I, I'm a Manchester Everyone United, knew. It everybody was knew. Where yeah. the fuck? fuck were the authorities it's very reminiscent not in scope not in importance it's very january 6th in how it happened yeah like yeah. they get in and they're like we're inside holy shit now what do we do somebody <laughs> yeah. grab the podium <laughs> yeah so but but and and i don't want to make it super political but there is a parallel Let's be clear. old trafford is more important than parliament in england anyway <laughs> yeah right? yeah <laughs> oh, but it's, it's, it's more important than the capital. But I think that the general feelings that are going on in these events are similar. There's a globalism, there's billionaires, there's working class people, there's feelings of ownership, there's feelings of losing control of something you thought you owned, which you never owned. 
These are like general themes that are pervasive through yes. society. And football is really a reflection of society. So, and Manchester United being the biggest club. It's really interesting. I like it. I, I root for chaos. You don't. You're more on the Mussolini no. side of things. I mean, I root for chaos to an extent. I root for chaos when 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 Brighton are playing City and, and like <laughs> I root for chaos in the line in between the lines for 90 minutes. And then I go, hey, everybody go the fuck home and stop breaking the law, right? <laughs> for the last year, for the last year, I've felt like I've been taking crazy pills. And literally every day I wake up and it's that meme from Liar Liar yeah. where uh Jim Carrey's like, oh uh yeah. <laughs> Your client's on the phone again. Uh, he, he wrapped his car in a, a telephone pole, but he stole the car and he takes the phone. He goes, stop breaking the law, asshole. Like that's how I literally feel about everybody everywhere yeah. for yeah. the last 12 months. Yeah, there's a there's Just a little bit it. of, yeah, but there's a little bit of, there's a feeling within protesters that doesn't matter ideology wise, that they're they're not being heard. So they can't do things peacefully. They can't do things they at the ballot box. They need to do something. And then there, there is also the, the COVID thing. There's no doubt that these people are super fucking pissed because they've been locked in their houses for a year. Yep. Especially England's getting a little bit better, mm -hmm. but that was bad. And then to your point, like, what do yes. they want? What do these people want to have happen to their team? Like, map it out for me. Oh, you want fan ownership. Let's take that off the table. You're not getting fan ownership. Now, no. to be fair, the supporters trust of Manchester United did release a four point thing that they wanted. It was something to the effect of, we want a seat at the board. We want to talk to you personally, Glazers. Okay. And we want, you know, just some other piece of, of, okay. of assurances that you won't ruin football. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. one big thing that Tottenham I think does is, that already. Yeah. A lot of clubs like Tottenham do. supporters just does that though. So yeah. good. But the, the United doesn't do any of that. They're just like, we're in Florida. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, but I think the larger thing here is like this idea that that people are rising up to take control of their club and they want Amer I think there is a local versus international thing. There is a the sure. fans in Manchester who see who don't see they they know that their club is huge around the world, but to them it's the same club it's always been, right? It's it's not changed for them. Whereas sure. for us in America, we're like, oh, the Premier League is new. For them, they're just going along their business, whatever, whatever. And they're just feeling like, hey, this is, I put this club, my, I've been in this seat for fucking 40 years or whatever. But the idea, I mean, Roy Keane talked about the prawn eating brigade, uh, prawn sandwich brigade in 1997, right? The people that are don't belong here, that they're not football people, that whatever. It's like if the people at Yankee Stadium bleachers took over the Yankees and had control over the Yankees. The original yeah. one, like pre-2009, right. old bleachers, cocaine. There's 15,000 people at Yankee Stadium version. Like when I went as a kid, they literally were sniffing coke out of things and they would make people throw up and it was songs. It was racist. And it was, God forbid it was the greatest fucking thing any 15-year-old could do on a yes. regular basis. We chanted, we pay three, you pay 10. They want that frozen in time forever. Right. And and by the way, forgetting the uh, socioeconomic 
parts of this that have changed significantly to the Huge. point where those to go back to your example in the new Yankee stadium, um, they can't even chant Boston sucks anymore. So it's yeah. gone from uh, Coke off of the guy's shoulder in front of you to, you can't even say Boston sucks, which is your arch rival. Right. Um, but so, so putting all of that aside, you've got this environment around you where the world has become exponentially thousand percent softer right so to the point where any chants and songs they get they start to get weeded out one by one in england right and so yeah well arsenal right want, they got they lost highbury and there's no singing basically well that's not that, it's not even that there's no well yes the 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 argument is that the commercialization of it killed it yes but the PC part of it has actually shot it in also the bad. face from point blank range, right? So, right. so there's nothing that's funny anymore because if it's funny to, to you, then it's offensive to somebody else. And heaven forbid, we're going to shoot it right all, down right all, now. All of this stuff is going together. All of it. It's yeah, absolutely. All, there's no silver the bullet same, here. No, no, no. But, it, it's, but it's all the same feelings. Like the stuff we see in politics is going on in football. But yep. I, I still have the fundamental question. What do they want and how do they want it? And I'm really not sure. I think and they really why, just want, they just want a different billionaire. They want, so, Sheikh, they want Sheikh Mansour. Well, and so that's my problem, right? Yeah. What have the Glazers done that is so terrible? Have Nothing. they created, have they created, it's, uh, what, like thousands of human rights violations in the Middle East? No. Have they? To be fair, we wouldn't take those people fault? in our country that have been abused. Yeah, no, of course, but like because they're but, Muslim, but, remember? But okay, <laughs> ha, is he part of a Russian mafia? No. Okay, yeah. so at the very minimum, lasers <laughs> yeah. are the third by whatever means, whatever just they're definitely have, not evil. They're not evil. They're at the at the absolute worst you could ever possibly convince me. They're the third worst owners in the premier league they're not even the worst owners in your city they're definitely okay. not the worst they're the third worst owners in the premier league yes sure okay and and so the problem is is that you know we were talking about it over the course I, of by the, the way i looked it up and, and 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 old man glazer malcolm who died in 2015 he's like a rags to riches story he's from upstate new york his first thing was like selling watches. He got a big contract with a military base to fix watches, and he just slowly but surely built himself up. He's a real success story. Now, yeah. you might think his kids are assholes, but this is someone who's kind of yeah. like them. So he's so he's George Steinbrenner. Right, but not right? even like, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I so mean, that's I, the thing. It's like, like, okay. Be careful they what bought you the wish team. for. Be careful what you wish for. They bought the team in 2005. I didn't hear any complaints. Oh, no, there was a lot. Okay, but when they won shit. No, even then, a lot. Then you're fucking wrong. Then you're and, fucking wrong. What are well, you the complaining whole, the, about? The, the thing Why that are you compla complaining? The complaints are, one, that they weren't winning. And then two, they were. Two, that they were, it was a high leverage buyout, and they were taking money out of the club as a dividend. Right, which and this that's is, the same. But this is, this is the personal United thing. I think the bigger issue is, is, the, is the in conjunction with the Super League. That's actually the egregious thing. No one really, other Look, football fans, like we don't care about United specific issues. You want the Glaciers out, whatever. If you're pissed off at them because they literally tried to fuck football internationally, fine. But just because you want your players out, like they spent a billion dollars. That that happened. It's they silly. bought Pogba. That happened. They're, they're they, they got Mourinho. They got Van Gaal. They tried they to get every single thing Lukaku. to make themselves they win. They got all these guys. Remember, every signing were like, oh, geez, Alexis Sanchez, when they were like, oh, he's going to be really good. They just, they had, they had a bunch of flops. 
right? They're yeah. the they're they're just they made a couple of bad calls. Yeah, they're ma- they're but mad. They're yeah, yeah, but they are they have they they literally a group of fans created FC United of Manchester under yeah, the good. original we'll colors, right? They did that. They're in like the le- the first league. No, but that but they 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 there has been a consistent Glazers out undercurrent and the Super League kicked it, it was off. the lightning rod. Right. Yeah. But they did go in the stadium and that I I'm for it. Like I, I'm never gonna, because what's going to happen is we've got to sort of stick with the fans ultimately, because what's going to happen is they're going to get treated like Liverpool fans by the sun with the fucking with high, with, with, with the, with the justice, with the Hillsborough, like they're just going to get treated like criminals. And most of the people were not criminals and they have a legitimate gripe with their club and whatever. Real quick though. Are most of the most of the people that you're talking about? Are they the people who trespassed in the stadium? Are they the people committing crimes? I those I, people are criminals, plain and simple, right? Like, yeah, cr- cr- there they, is a, they, they're misdemeanors, right? They smashed a bottle, broke some guy's face. Yeah, sure. Well, those are two different things, but yeah, like, okay, hold I'm on. I'm not this. I'm not You've a black got, and white like law person. I don't give a fuck. It's not. So there is. A, we are living in the middle of the gray area, but the yeah. only way you can find your way a little bit out of that it's go hey okay i think we can all agree there are some rules here okay yeah. you can't fucking do that and if you do there's oh they're gonna get penalties oh, yeah they can't i mean man united that doesn't oh no 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 no. that doesn't do anything to them you know why they weren't gonna go see it anyway they were party they were partying and fucking protesting outside of the same thing they gave a shit if they won 10 nothing or lost 10 nothing no Oh, I think that I think that yeah I do I do think they they, they weren't even going to be able to see the game live on a no. TV anywhere no. so what the fuck does they care anyway but but so okay that's the thing is that like you need to have rules in place and this is this is where Laurent and I are perfect for to be on a show <laughs> together because this is where we one hundred percent disagree there are laws for a reason most of them make a lot of sense not all of them in fact a, a good amount of them fucking don't in almost intentionally. There's but times to break them. There are times to break them, but there are also ones that you just don't break, right? You feel like you're not being heard, so you need to storm the Capitol, or you need to burn down everything in Portland, or you need to fucking invade Old Trafford. You're wrong. You're wrong, and you need it, to go to uh, jail. I, invade the Capitol, wrong. They're all the same. They're all the same. Day, day one of burning uh, Portland, okay. Day 64, not okay. No, uh, day one, wrong. One day at Old Trafford is fine. Here's the weird thing. Don't too, burn down like, Old Trafford, though. Although I actually, yeah, I, I wanted them to burn down. Well, you know, you're a city fan. You would support that. But okay. It's like, a dump. They should burn it down. It's a, maybe it's maybe a, it'll get repaired after they burn it down. It's such a racially charged time that you could shoot a bunch of white people and nobody will even fucking notice. So go for it. Just fill them up with holes. Go ahead. You well, no, if you, nobody's going to notice, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure people nobody's going to notice. Well, and if it depends guy... if you're a school, if you're a disaffected white kid in a suburban school, you can shoot as many white kids as you want. No, what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, cops shoot white people all the time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. What I'm saying is fill them with holes and make examples out of them. And I'm telling you right now, because they're breaking the fucking law and they're, by the way, they are potentially threatening your life. Well, they don't uh, have, they don't have guns. The well, the remember, gun. they don't have guns in, in, in England. So they can't. Yeah. Well, they don't have rules either. Apparently. So they'll be fine. You know, they'll be fine. Now well, I, they, I do, they, I do want to, I do want to go back and I have a, a gripe to pick with Mr. Alex Ferguson. <laughs> are you ready? Wait, 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 we, we, this is really good, but we need to talk about it uh, right after the break, right after this. 
You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. So I have to talk about Alex Ferguson. So if you guys don't know, Alex Ferguson, the most successful manager in Premier League history, probably in British history period. He was Scottish. He's from Edinburgh. He was a dock worker. He was a hardcore trade unionist, border not socialist, but more working man, blue collar guy who voted labor his entire life and was taught his players that and it was in the ethos of Manchester United that we're together, we're a union. You get it from Gary Neville. You get it from that group of players that he was with. He sort of preached this unity kind of uh, dock worker kind of uh, all uh, on the waterfront style thing. He literally worked on the waterfront. <laughs> like, he made ships. Then he became a footballer or whatever. He was like, you trust me. You never want to fucking work on the docks. I'll be a footballer forever <laughs> working on the docks sucked shit okay so in that context he's the manager of manchester united when the glazers buy the team he's already had been there since 1986 so that's already 17 years i can't even do the math it doesn't matter it's more than seven yeah 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 but they come in yeah 86 yeah, is his years. first year as a manager so for yeah, four years, years they didn't win anything by the way yeah oh yeah so, that's correct i know right so he's there, the Glazers come in in a leverage buyout, and with all his high horse that he's talked about all the time, he never left. He stayed the whole time, all through those years, kept winning. He took the money with his high horse of his union and stuff, and not anti-billionaire, Wait. not anti-anything. I'm saying that the United fans should fucking share some anger at Alex Ferguson for basically endorsing Glazer. Had they stopped it right there and be like, I'm leaving the team if these guys buy this fucking team. He didn't. He stayed and propped them up. And the reason why the Glazers have been okay all this time is because from 2004 to 2013, he made it okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't, like, uh, this is, again, this is where we just have a fundamental. <laughs> no, because, no, because I just think that there's a lot of revisionists. Like, it, it is more to your point. It's like, okay, they've been here for, now, now you're going to get mad? Now that you're not winning? Now that you're six years after Ferguson? Now yeah. you're not going to be pissed off? Well, if you're going to be pissed off, be pissed off at Ferguson for winning all that time. You should have been like, you should leave. You shouldn't, sure. they should they should be angry at him for them okay. for, for pulling the wool over their eyes while they were fans and thinking everything was fine when everything wasn't fine, right? Okay, but from that perspective, in that moment, you've got uh, an environment where you've been here since 86. You've seen the tough times. You've Basically built them runs, into this. There was no tough time. He ran that team. Well, the first few years, right? Fist. Like, yeah. But my point, yeah, he is Manchester United, right? Right more than any one seminal figure. So he your point is very strong. The Glazers, but I think he met them once. Yeah, sure. Fine. But like, 
as it's told to him, he goes, okay, this is going to make us, we're already the, the, the premier club in England and arguably Europe. This is going to make us the only one. Wouldn't you have that ambition? Wouldn't you say, yeah, you know what? Fuck Barcelona. Yeah, let's go do it. Let's go be everything everybody else ever wished they could be. No, but I understand. I mean, it. But what I'm saying is, is that he's, he's have stood ambition, up, right? Like the- he stood up with this morality of like a fucking parish priest, uh, you know, talking about solidarity and union and northern and dock working. And he fucking stayed there and he could have been like, you know what? No. And he sold his yeah, pants but down the river because he was like, OK, but by the same token, he was like, I'm never going back to dock working. It sucks there. He, yeah, he could have hey, gone to another. I'm going to become the Chelsea manager. No, he wanted to be there because he made it there. He yeah, made his team. that he built place it. the way to, he built it. He's not going anywhere. Now he's being told he's getting untold, you know, riches and supplies to make yeah, his no, team into this. Well, I, I get it. I'm just, but, I'm just, I'm but, just but saying your same argument. The fans should have ire. Like Ferguson should not get off scot-free because no. he, I mean, because he fucking gave cover. If we want to talk about this gave cover thing, he's implicit. Dude, he gave cover to the he Glazers. Should get, he didn't get shit for hiring David Moyes as his successor, okay? You think he's going to get shit for anything ever? No. Well, no. David Moyes right? uh, just won today with West Ham. So David Moyes is having his laughs laugh. I mean, really, it was with the David Moyes thing. It was more that there were guys that had been under Ferguson, and now they're under Moyes. And like, what do you mean we can't have fucking potato chips? What, <laughs> what do you mean you want us to get 15 corners a game that's not united that's fucking ghetto <laughs> no i know but but like so if he didn't get shit for that right i don't agree i don't think he's completely he's... infallible like again he's a deity yes right, at this point ferguson yes. is a deity i'm just trying to point out that this is a guy who stood on a moral high ground about solidarity and goodness and all this stuff and all this shit is happening and he gave them cover he has not come out and said shit to support the United fans right now. And I think it's bullshit. No, exactly. Lay low, lay low. Why would you say anything? This is a time where anything- Because you have moral character and fiber and you- you're supposed no. you're the you're the one he's supposed to be the one that's like the united way this is about united like we do it the the united way okay. is the ferguson way so here's what he should say then he should say guys i hear you i understand i don't even disagree but that's not the way to do it right that's basically what he probably would say if he had a statement he probably will what say. would that be what would that be received as you're he's you're in the back. bed with the glazers exactly because so he was, and that's the problem. That? That's the problem. He no, was. But why, but why would he? But why would he put his neck on the line? What does he have to win out of that? He has. He has so much to lose and everything, and nothing to win. So because of for him because be his moral his moral fiber of his whole life telling people about solidarity and workers' rights and the North and labor and all you know the shit that the English that shit's got an expiration can't. date, dude. <laughs> yeah, that when they bought him some fucking horses, it's for got his an horse expiration track. date. It's like enough already. It's just like stop it. Like you're nobody, nobody has to save the world forever. Okay. At some point, fuck off and let me live my goddamn life. Well, he did almost he did almost your problems are no longer my problems. Yeah, Yeah, that's an but that's an but that's a very American way of thinking, and he doesn't have yeah, it is, it is, and I think a a larger problem in in the current state is that a every as you've already mentioned, everybody's been cooped up for a year 
basically taking crazy pills every single day. It's like pop rocks and soda. And they're like, okay, let's go outside now. Right. And now you've got the other piece where you've got call it about 50, 50 in, in whatever country you want to talk about, but you got half the country who is basically trying to completely unionize while the other half is like, just leave me alone. Right. It's, it's leave me alone versus I'll never leave you alone. We'll never leave you alone. I know the strength in numbers is winning by a lot. It's a blowout right now Yeah. because there's no, there's, it's all splintered by design. It's like, I don't want to fucking look at you. You don't want to look at me. I'm going to go to my house. I'm going to do whatever I want to do inside my own house and go fuck yourself. I have no idea what you're talking about, how this replies to football, but that's okay. Because, because, because the collective has come back. Hey guys, this is Sturge from Chop Sports, and I want to talk to you about a new hobby of mine, and that's real estate. Ever since we brought on our resident realtor here at Chop Sports, that's all I can think about. So we got another one. You know who's really good at this stuff? Jay Devlin of CRG Homes. Jay is out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and business is booming. Whether you're looking to relocate, buy, rent, or literally purchase property and watch your stacks get higher, Jay is the guy to do this for you. He's already in the process of helping me out right now on a possible summer home. Call Jay right now, 843-315-5913, and have yourself a chat and learn about all the perks and tell them Chop Sports sent you. Right? Yeah. And so now all of, all of a sudden, you've got – it's always sort of been there much more with football than it is with anything else. So it's already inherently there, and now they're basically leaning into that and saying – go forth as best you can and storm the gates at Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it has, I think that's the last couple, the last year has shown you can exactly. storm the gates for real. Uh, let's yeah. get into, let's get some actual on the fit, on the field action. And uh, we'll come back, talk city, PSG, talk West Ham, talk Brighton and talk about actual football right after this. Nice. City, my team, play tomorrow versus PSG coming off a good win. We could have won the league if the fucking Antifa didn't blow up old Trafford. Cause I was had to <laughs> Liverpool, but Aguero was awesome against crystal palace in London and city have it all to do. I'm petrified. I don't trust my team at all. I have trusted them before and they have let me down. Leon. I trusted them. They were up versus Monaco. I trusted them. And they fucked up. And the same guys are on the team. So we still have Mbappe. Uh, I don't know. It makes you feel better. You were never never winning against Tottenham. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That feels better. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. No, that, that, but, but you got dominated. Um, But, you know, the first half of the PSG game makes me scared because that could happen and they could score two goals. And then it's, then it's, they're going to go through. Can City score? Well, they're coming and, out with their ears pinned back already, right? Well, they have to. That's what I mean. Like their 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 game plan is go and keep scoring. I said on the show last week, if City score an early goal, it doesn't change a thing for PSG. Yeah, they don't even flinch. Yeah, right. I mean, it does. They have to get another goal, but that the doesn't pro- change the, the philosophy at now, all. The thing with City is, we City creates chances. They're the they're the super high end Brighton. Right. Like they create chances and sometimes finish them. Whereas Brighton yeah. create chances and never finish them. Never. And so I have hope. I have this fantasy that Aguero will somehow be involved in this game because he's actually playing and, and 
Pep basically fellatiated him and said, he's the greatest player he's ever seen. And we love him. And he's such a nice guy. I can't see him going away from what he's got, but if city are behind, I could see Aguero coming on and, and trying to fuck around and do something. Uh, but city just have a wealth of riches. Whereas PSG basically have the guys they have because they went for, they went for superstars and scrubs and city went for depth and whatever. Right. Like, they, between right between Neymar and Mbappe, it's half a billion dollars. Whereas City have spent a half a billion dollars on seven defensemen over the last <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> seven years plus. So one you're up two one. You're up yeah. two one. You've got two away goals, which means PSG have to get two on you. Which I'm not saying City have uh, not given you- up. Have given up two. Three more times two, we talked about it. Oh, but more than two, only once all season. Right. And so, okay, let's start with this. Do you see Man City not scoring tomorrow? I think they will score. Okay. So then PSG has to score three. Then and if they do three. score three, if they do score three, then it's over. PSG wins. But right. three, three is not the, the score, the is not the score we want. No, 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 no. Right. Well, on aggregate, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh okay. And so that's the question is that like for the first time, maybe ever, I don't know, or at least since the Champions League uh, games you, you cited. Right well, well let's, let's sort of go through the scores, right? Two nil makes it a tie and they go into extra time and penalties. Two nil, no, two nil, two nil PSG wins. No, we have two away goals. That's a tie. It's three, two. Oh, right. Sorry. Jesus. One, a one nil is a tie, right? Uh, one nil you win because of away goals. I'm so you have two mad. away goals. Okay. All right. All right. All right, everybody. You what is the, when is there a tie? There's never a tie. There can't if be if they tie. win, if they win two to one. Oh, two to one. There we go. Yeah. So so anything other than two to one, we're not having extra time, right? And so two to one if seems it's reasonable. See, that's less, petrifying. <laughs> no, I'm scared. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> so the question is, does 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 it matter that you get a goal because it goes to extra time and then potentially? I don't want penalties. Oh, my. Oh, I, I don't even want penalties. And I I'm in, I, well, I'm, first of all, I'm going to be at work. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not honest. actually going to be able to watch this game because. Oh, all right. So here's the thing. Right after we stop recording here, uh, Laurent is going to have some bad guacamole and he is not going to be able to stop <laughs> shitting right around 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know how I'm going to manage that. I literally have a meeting with my boss that I have to go over his fucking project. Maybe at should. what time? At literally game time at noon. Okay, that's fine. Then you get the second half, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the plan. I'll figure it out. I'll be all right. You but, don't want uh, the first half. You want the second half. <laughs> I don't want any. I, I no matter what happens, I'm gonna no matter me. what happens in the first half, you don't want the first half. Oh, right? You want the first. And then half. we we have we also have Chelsea versus Real Madrid. I'm less interested in. I think I want Real to win because I think City can beat Real. I do not want to face Chelsea <laughs> in a final. Ah, Chelsea. Yeah, are, I get that. It'll be like the uh, and, fourth. And, It'll be the fourth time City plays Chelsea this year because we right. play them on Saturday. And then it'll be the – played them in the FA Cup. Already yep. played – it'll be the fourth game that we play them. And they're good. Like, they're not a joke. They're, they're, they're annoying too. They uh, are in annoying. a one-game scenario, I would not want to play them. It would make sense. They probably, on merit, are the two best squads in Europe. Uh, aside from Bayern, Bayern got beat by what PSG, but they they but they because they didn't have depth. They basically they lost Lewandowski and they were done. And they were they were worthless, right? So yeah, no, no, I'd still go Bayern. I'd still go Bayern. Um, but yeah, I mean Chelsea's right up there, right? So they're right up there, uh, right? 
And so, yeah, that's the thing is that like they deserve to be there. And that's and they, the other and, thing. And the that, other thing is City and Chelsea are the two best defensive teams, I think, in world football. Uh, we can't have another all English terrible final, though. <laughs> we already did that. Too, bad for the rest of the world. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, um, I don't, and I don't, I don't want, I want City to play Real. That's like a name brand. Like if they beat Chelsea, it won't be cool. It'll be cool. But it'll, it'll be fucking cool. <laughs> it'll be cool. I think, uh, I think, listen, Chelsea's still got a lot to do too, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they could still lose, but I, I just right. don't, they just, this Real team is not great. Well, think of it like this. But okay, they have, we were talking part about of the this, champion. We, yeah, but we were talking about the scenarios and all that stuff of PSG and Man City. Real Madrid is, it's, it's 1 1, but they're losing right now. Yes. They are, they do not have the tiebreaker. No. So if it's, put it this way, if the game ends 0 0, Real Madrid loses. So, yeah. They have to come out with the attacking intent to score at least one goal on a Chelsea team who is very defensive and very stout. So that's going to be a challenge. But by the same token, less so, but by the same token, PSG is coming out saying, we got to score two. We got to go, go, go. Real Madrid is doing a lot of the same without a lot of the star power, right? The star power they have is older, right? I think much older. I think, I think you've probably got um, a left, right, and center, not in any particular anything but like the psg is on one side of the coin where it's like okay we've got three studs two two studs and and a bunch of meh we put it all together right city is the complete opposite where it's like we are just a it's perfect all, hum. it's b pluses across the board yes we're a perfect hum everybody's great real madrid is sort of in the middle because they've got like four or five guys in that vein of city but they're older they and they're trying have, to replace it with youth. they basically have like i think they have five guys that are three-time champions like this is yeah yeah no no i'm not saying yeah yeah i mean they're 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 not fucking around they are older they're all all over 30 right so that's the point is that they're in the middle of the psg man city kind of yeah yeah you know yeah i guess yeah yeah, the difference between the two of them and and so that's the thing is it like will that quote-unquote the intangibles the shit you hear about in the the that the 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 ghost writer whatever yeah it's i think what's weird what's weird with soccer is that stuff is because there's there can be lots of turnover but i do think ethos ghosts because there's it's so much more like at the top level there's less turnover right it's kind of old school yankees like we're the core four the same you keep the same team but they're not the core four no but but i'm but what I'm trying to no, say, I don't, is like, I don't mean. The, I mean, like, who was the most, the two most important players on that Real Madrid three-peat team? Uh, Modric, Cruz, and Ronaldo. Ronaldo was the most important player. Yeah, Bale scored two game-winning goals in the Champions League final. But he was part of the team, but not sinew of the team. But I mean, he was. No, but, but that's signi- but that's Real, right? Real can have a winger come in who scores the goals but still not be part of the team in a weird. Okay. Okay. No, you don't have to I'll, defend bail. I understand. I'll give you a bail. I'll give you a bail. Cristiano Ronaldo is not walking through that door. No, Cristiano okay. Ronaldo is not walking. And that's why they haven't won since he's been there. And that's why they haven't won. But, but so to say that they have the, you know, all the intangibles, the ghost, the heart of the champion, all that shit, but they, they do. do, they do, yeah. but they don't have the it factor when you need something in the moment. No. And, and Ronaldo doesn't have it anymore either. I mean, I'd feel better if he was on the field. Right? Although like, you he, know? he did, he did do it literally yesterday. Yeah, like I <laughs> for he fucking does. Juve. 
<laughs> put it this off. way. Put it this way. When he's a, but when he's I a watched... lion. He's a lion in winter, right? He's Kobe at the end, going for sixty points. He's yeah. He's well, at the end, sort of, sort of. And I and I see, no, Bale is Kobe going for sixty at the end, right? <laughs> but even still, the goal he scored not not this past weekend, but the the, the little chip dink he scored. Actually, yeah, the one he scored the other day too, right? He has the class still. He doesn't have – he can't do it for 90 minutes. He can barely do it for 60, but he can do it in spurts, right? And and Ronaldo is far better uh, of a – he's a far more consistent product than Bale. I don't think there's any argument with that, right? So, so what hurt. I'm saying is – Doesn't get hurt. Yeah, ever. whatever. Yes, absolutely. But what I'm saying is that no matter what, over the course of 90 minutes, he's a far more consistent performance than Bale, who is more just he's a flash in the pan and he and does the, something uh, amazing and you don't see him for 40 minutes. Yeah, but, what that, but that's soccer, right? He has more moments in him left, right? Yes, that's the thing the, that Real has. Real still has the moments are still there. They can't. There's one man. Who's they got to hang on. Game. There's one man who's going to win this game for Real Madrid. Who do you think it is? It's Benzema. Kareem Benzema, absolutely. Well, I mean, goal scorers, right? right? The goal scorers right. win. You're but going it could be it could, it could be Vinicius, right? It could be the problem with Vinicius is he's like he's like Raheem Sterling, like he gets in yeah. good places, he just misses. Look, yeah, no, the guy. The point is, is that yeah, it could be him. Like if <laughs> Werner finds his boots, it's over. It's fucking done. But yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. If if you know, <laughs> and have they done it? No. And if my they aunt had a dick, she'd it. be my uncle, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. like you know you can't really. You can't count on that. Going into a game like this, you can't go, "Hey, maybe Vinicius will find him." Well, who knows? It's even. It's, it's super close. Like it's not. It's a toss up. We we can't. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that I think if Real Madrid is going to go through, it's going to be on the back of Kareem Benzema. Yeah, but and they I don't have, think but that's they, a particularly hot take. N- narratives will be all over the place. Stats, blah blah blah. I, I, I lean towards Real just because because I can't see them losing to Chelsea. I don't think they've ever lost to Chelsea. If Stamford Bridge was full, I would say they don't have a shot. But it isn't, so they do. But it isn't, <laughs> so they do. Uh, speaking of speaking of people who have a shot, in a battle of claret, we go down, 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 way down deep to the shit part of football of Burnley and West Ham. Our yeah. friends at West Ham, <laughs> I mean, we're really, this is real. They're not my shit. friends. They, they really friends. have pushed themselves up. They beat Burnley uh, on, on our friends, uh, Mr. Mikel Antonio, who's the secretly the best striker in the Premier League that no one knows about. Even though half his goals, he's falling over when he scores them. I don't know how he does it, but he does. He's basically <laughs> Adama Traore without being awesome, but he just looks the same. They, yes, they are both black. I he's the he's sort of the like the he's my maybe the least impressive, really good striker. Yeah. Right. Like because he's, he's always falling over. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's like, he's a really good Sunday league player. And you're like, dude, like that guy's, I fucking hate playing against that dude. He's going to get two goals and he's just, he looks like he stinks, but he's awesome. Right. He and, doesn't have a good touch. He, he only has one foot. He, you know, he's, he, he's always, he has he's great goal celebrations, but West Ham keep themselves in the top four race. And they've got to hope that Chelsea are focused on the premier on the UEFA league and the FA Cup, and that they slip, and somehow they grab that spot. It would be bad for English football. I mean, actually, no, it won't. West Ham being in Europe is the greatest thing ever, especially if the fucking vaccination comes through. And, the fans and, and the Intercity uh, League can go through and start cracking some Belgian skulls in a, yes. in, a, in, a in a group game. <laughs> and over the weekend, I this this podcast would not be its uh, would not be true to its nature without celebrating Brighton. We're staying up. They're staying up. 
they had a great performance against Leeds. We chatted through all through it. We were all me, you, and Chari were just talking through it. I don't know if you were watching, but I was. Uh, I was inebriated. I was asleep, but no, I was happy for them. When I woke yeah. up, I was like, "That's great." Yeah. And so your coach uh, lives another day. Grand Potter. Grand Potter. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a whole episode because because <laughs> Laurent has been uh, before anybody before anybody <laughs> before ten coaches passed on Spurs. He has been. I've saying, also made him the coach of Newcastle, Manchester United. Uh, where else did I make him the coach? Everywhere. I anywhere. tell you what, you have convinced me. We're gonna have once we don't have something ridiculous to kind of lead with. We're gonna go in on a full uh, Grand Potter for Spurs, and and if it does happen, we're gonna have to get uh, a couple. I don't of know spurs. what I'll do because I'll be sad. I'll have to leave Brighton. Uh, You're not welcome on my side of the fence. So I do have to do one thing. Let's let's let me just I have to do one more thing that just always blows my mind. So if you go to FB ref, the greatest website in the world, and you go to the top five leagues. Now, that means that they rank all 100 professional clubs in the top leagues and you which is what? Wait, wait, wait. Which is England, Spain, France, uh, Italy, Italy, Germany and Germany. Thank you. Yep. And you sort by expected goal difference. Every single team is a single-digit team. The lowest-ranked team in the top 15 is Liverpool in their seventh. And you keep going, Milan fourth, Napoli fifth, Roma wait, wait, seventh. Wait, I'm sorry, explain that. You're saying they're based on their, their current Expected table goal rank. difference, ex- current table. And then right. one team is an outlier. At number 22 of the top 100 teams in the top leagues in Europe sits Brighton at 14th. Which on aggregate puts you roughly sixth in the Premier League. Yeah. Fifth, sixth. Yeah. So this is a team that is incredible. And secretly, they literally they, they secretly have a great defense. And if you don't fucking get Lewis Dunk on your team, you're stupid. Because he's gonna have, fucking awesome. Listen, we have a whole <laughs> summer to talk about this. Spurs are going to be irrelevant in a – I mean, they already are. But, like, there's nothing left to play for after three more games probably. And we can go into the summer wish list and the coaching search and all that stuff. I don't think it's kicking off yet because of two reasons. A, Levy has not gotten anybody that he has thought that he might wanted. And I think the second is he might be going after a director of football at this point, regardless of who the manager is, because I think it's very difficult to have anybody in that role unless they're Pep Guardiola, unless they're one of the absolute ridiculous top-end guys um, to be able to do both jobs. He, Pep doesn't least, do the job. City have a whole structure in place. Okay, well then there you it's, have it. It's Cheeky Bruguerestan who played. But in if he the goes, hey, with, that guy, go get me Ruben. Diaz. Oh no, no, no. He he has a list. He has dudes, but he trusts. He and Cheeky completely trust each other. They right. came up to the Masia together. Right. They just talk football. So Steve Hitchin is not that fucking guy, right? No matter how badly Amazon tried to pr- convince you that he is, he is not. But. So that's the thing, right? So, so there's the other thing, and also, and this is my tinfoil hat. Best, the best clubs in the Premier League all have a great GM. Basically, right. it's the equivalent yes. of a GM. They yes, yes. Historically, in England, people don't know this: the coach and the GM was a single role, where you did it all by yourself. And who's the reason for that? Going all the way back to the beginning of the show, Alex Ferguson, and, Alex Ferguson. and Wenger, and Wenger. That's true. But they didn't coach their teams; they literally would stand around watch and let other guys do all the coaching. Yeah. They never got on the pitch or they'd stand around and look at guys, but they, they, they kind of, it would be as if Billy Bean was had actually managed the A's all this time. And that mm-hmm. these other guys were coaches and would do, which is what's actually happened in baseball. Yeah. The managers 
don't have any power. It's and if you go true. way back, John McGraw was actually the GM of the Giants. And that's that job has slowly morphed and become right. the job it is. And it, again, it's these mixings of American ideas with European ideas. There's all this sports are super interesting right now because they're all kind of mixing together in the they global, are converging the global terror of <laughs> loss of localism. So hold on, let me get this out. Uh, my tinfoil hat theory is number three as to why Spurs have not uh, hired a successor for Mourinho yet. It's because we talked about it. If PSG lose tomorrow, they are out of the Champions League. They are not going to win. They, if they don't win the league, listen, I'm not saying it's possible. What I'm saying is at this point, why wouldn't you wait? Right? Why wouldn't you try to see if Mauricio Pochettino is available? The no. other thing, nope. The other problem with this, though, and I said it was tinfoil hat when I fucking started the sentence. Okay, so give me a second, and I'm taking it. I'm taking it with a grain of salt, so you should take it with a pound of salt. But what I'm only saying, very simply, Potter is, for Spurs hashtag. Potter <laughs> for Spurs is the number one. But if but if you can get Pochettino, you get him. But why would he come back? Right? Like what what stipulations have to be in that contract for him? That to he's be, the, like, that he's the oh, general manager. Well, no, because he was the general manager last time. He was a general manager with no ability to do anything, right? So so he, it's almost like you need to have something in the contract where, like, if our net spend every summer isn't this, then I get $15 million. What I think PSG are going to do is they're going to slowly allow Pochettino. They understand they're in this, like, superstar phase. They want to let him – do the weak link thing and lift the bottom of PSG. Well, whoa. Then you don't sign him to an 18 month contract. You don't give him Thomas Tuchel's fucking terms, right? So that's what I'm saying. PSG have not won uh league in 10 years. Not, not one, I should say. So right. if they lose that and they lose the Champions League, which they, they are overreactive with managers about every year. Again, they're not going to, they just got him. They're not going to, Tuchel's an I'm asshole. Not... He's a German He's a he's a guy who makes the trains run on time. And you know what's funny? He's he's two wins away from that trophy that PSG wants so bad. <laughs> they you know hey, this is the one thing that's funny about the Champions I League. fucking hate Chelsea, but that's a hell of a story. He they could easily win that. They could easily win it. They could easily win the FA Cup and they could easily win that and they could easily finish third in the Premier League. And they're they're they are you want to talk about a team that's close to winning? Like next season is going to be good. Like really good. Yeah. And I yep. worry for I worry for Spurs honestly because you're not really keeping up. It's 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 a it's you know we've said it every year for the last like four or five. It's a very pivotal summer for Spurs. I'm more <laughs> interested in I'm more interested in what what Liverpool do though to be honest because because Liverpool there was there was a very clear one two pecking order and then and then there was one and so I think Chelsea is more or less replacing them in the preseason expectations of next year. Mm-hmm. United is somewhere in that conversation, but I think we could both agree. They're probably not on that level. They are close. I don't know. They're don't close, know. but, but okay. Relative to city and Chelsea. If, I'm not if, sure. But if you, if United sign Harry Kane and he's not injured, Oh wait, they're wait, winning wait, the minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm saying current United, not putting oh, no, the no, best no, no, player no. in the country on the fucking team. That's no, the yeah, destination, absolutely. right? Ah, we'll see. But but nonetheless, what I'm saying is a current I'm looking at what we have right now. Oh, what well, we have right now. One. Yeah, City are still one. But Chelsea is two and they got a shot at them. Liverpool who was they're, one they're A. They're getting old. They're getting they're getting old and ugly real fast. So, yeah. Are they still a top 4 threat? Absolutely. I don't know if they're a lock. United feels like a lock and then you've got Leicester. What do you make of Leicester, right? So 
There's a well, lot to Le- think about. Lester, I mean, getting... Lester will sell and just and everyone will go, Whoa, I can't believe they sold and just reload. They already yeah. have Fafana. They'll sell Soyenshu for like an arm and a leg. Because like Soyenshu on United is awesome. But I mean, are they they already got Harry Maguire? Well, theoretically, probably... right? <laughs> we, they did that already once. Now th- yeah. I think I think at this like the thing that's funny about United is there is a feel-good factor with them, and getting Harry Kane will lift them to where they're supposed to win that's where Solskjaer's weaknesses will come through it's gonna make me cry on a monday evening i don't want to think about it yeah but you're gonna get you're gonna get grand potter and you're gonna gonna get get, we're gonna get 100 million for harry kane we're gonna buy four laurent no 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 you're gonna i tell you who (laughs) i'll tell you who's gonna buy the guy the striker from eintracht frankfurt the guy who's actually leading the bundesliga in goal scoring but no one ever talks about it i I can't remember you're like, no, I don't want this. Here's the thing. We did this once already. We sold Elvis and bought the Beatles. And you know what happened? We ended up with Ringo. That was it. Okay. And here's what's so funny. Oh, Gareth this is the Bale, guy. Andre Silva. Get to know him. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Gareth Bale left eight years ago. Eric Lamera was supposed to be his replacement. They gave him the number 11 shirt. Okay. In eight years, Eric Lamella has now scored one less goal than Gareth Bale has scored this year in the Premier League. Okay. Yeah, you love so, Coco. Oh, I love him. But like we sold Bale, bought Lamella to be Bale's replacement. Eight years of later, Bale has now succeeded in replacing Bale. Yeah, I know. Oh, so it's know. just, it's just, even when you win four nothing, I know. I know. Just, where, where is Robert Soldado right now? Ah, uh, boy. <laughs> I mean, Erickson was the gem and all of that, right? But, but Erickson wins, wins the Scudetto just like he wanted. <laughs> Christian Christian Erickson scores the game-winning goal to win Serie A for Inter, and I'm sitting here with my limp dick in my hand, like, oh, great, we got. They're all nothing. gonna leave and win somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. What's the old What's the old Adam Sandler album? They're all gonna laugh at you. That's basically how, how it feels. They're all They're all gonna laugh at you, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, friend. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Let's all pray for City to win against. Oh, there, my team's evil. So no, no, but so are PSG. PSG's more evil. <laughs> okay, okay. PSG fixed the World Cup. Yeah, that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with. Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We release episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. We're still, still part of the Chop Network who are doing a great job with their weird ad reads that don't make sense in the middle of our show. Please rate, review on Apple Podcasts as it makes a huge difference for the show. Thanks, guys. We, we appreciate it. And uh, I'll either be crying or cheering. Or- no, you'll be crying. You'll be crying either way. I know you. You'll be crying. 